What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. <laughs> yeah! What up, everyone? Y'all know who it is. The what highest that? host, Adam Ill, chilling out right here. Purple Haze Dash Radio. That's it's right. uh, great to be here. Uh, shout out to all y'all listening, all y'all watching, wherever you're at, anywhere in the world. You could be doing anything and you tune in to me. I got my boy, Sid Wilson, in the building. Out here, the special co-host of the OG Podcast. That's right. Uh, it's been an awesome day. I got another amazing guest in today, an award winner, a, a brand builder out here traveling the world. We're going to talk about a lot of things. Uh, most uh, currently, our European trip where we got to experience uh, Barcelona together. I'm talking about Nick from Golden State Banana. He's going to be in the up? building. But before World we get, over. I got one of these pre-roll blunts right yeah, here. Yeah, the loaded, I'm the gonna, loaded bananas. I'm going to spark one up to start yeah, the like show it. off. You know what I mean? And I got a blunt. Sideshow rolled a blunt. Some special shit. I got. I was doing the sessions. You know, I'm getting a lot of weed, so I want to share it with everyone. Uh, but before we get into the show and learning all about Nick and Golden State Banana and talking, I just have one thing I need to say. Uh, this weekend. Or uh, this past weekend, I was at uh, the High Times Dope Cup. I, yeah, yeah. And it was like the first, it was kind of like the first uh, compliant event where there were sales and people were enjoying themselves. And a lot of people, especially people in California, um, really are getting to me because they're really spoiled right now. And they don't understand like how, <laughs> how amazing it is that we're able to have regardless of where it's at there I mean, some goo goo gaga I know, shit i know the cities aren't the best where we can do these events at but we are able to buy and consume cannabis on open places and, wow. and share weed with each other and 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 meet new people, like-minded individuals that like to get high. And that's a great foundation to build a friendship. And people are like bitching about a line being too long to a free event or that like they weren't getting the deals they expected where they, some states can't even have these uh, events, even have the choices to buy weed the way we do. If you think, like think of all the states out there. We have 50 states, uh, uh, Nebraska, Iowa, Utah, Wisconsin, Montana, uh, uh, Georgia, Texas, Kentucky. I, I could go on and on with states that wish they have the access to cannabis that we yeah. do and we're out here complaining about a line being too long to a free <laughs> event where we can actually buy weed like I just I know um, a lot of these new generation I, I hate saying this because I feel like I'm getting old but I was at that you know I live life where I have to buy weed in a parking lot from some random person and whatever I got I got and I couldn't choose of the flavors. Like, oh, this is just good, dog. It's like, I don't know what it is, but I just got it. And it could have PM on it. It could have mold on it. It could have, I could see uh, fucking eggs in it. You weren't asking either. You weren't asking. I was just no like, question. cool, this is what I get. This I want to get high. Like, a lot of these people don't understand the, the evolution and, and how much access, especially in California, I have to cannabis. And all they want to do is bitch and complain. I just want to, uh, just let them know. Like, you don't hear me complain. Like, Fuck just... That. just if you don't like it or if you don't like the way things are do, are happening, just do your own event. 
Yeah, that's what I say. This is a, I say tell everybody this is a great time to be alive, experiencing the evolution of cannabis. It doesn't. It's never been this good. Yes. I mean, you know, it's it's a lot of people. Yeah, you're complaining about a line. We've always waited in lines. There's always been something. You, you wait know. in line to buy sneakers. <laughs> like you'll wait in line to buy a T-shirt. You'll wait in line to use the bathroom. Like what the fuck? Why are you complain about lying or complaining about like the weed isn't as good as you thought? Like first it's compliant, so there's gonna be a lot of companies out there that have the money that but don't understand the culture of cannabis and they don't really care about how great the product is. They just care about their profit. That's why you gotta filter through these brands to understand who actually has the fire. Which is why, you know, Golden State Bananas in the building award Yee! winner. Out here a multiple cup winner. Uh, a real smoker who's been uh, um, smoking most of the, how, how long have you been smoking? Uh, 25 what? years. A healthy 25 years. 25 years? Yeah. Do you remember the first time you got high? I do. I do uh, very well. Very well. Where was it? How old were you? How did you smoke? What strain was it? To paint the picture for me, Nick. I was 12 years old. Ooh. Uh, 25 years ago. So if you guys can do the math. Okay. We in our late thirties. And, uh, you know, I grew up in Indianapolis, Indiana. What? So this was a, t this was a long time ago. There How was, was the weed out there? There was def. that's what I was going to say. There was definitely no, uh, there was no picking and choosing what kind of weed you were getting. It was straight brick weed with seeds from Mexico. <laughs> Whatever you got. Brown. You got. It Is was it still brown. like that out there? No, no. They got good weed. They're so, growing weed there. Okay. Okay. I feel your pain though when I was younger. It's the same. Yeah. And and, uh, where are you from? Iowa? Yeah. See? Oof. That so was like 31 years ago or like 32 years ago. Okay. So you got some brown seedy weed. Yeah. No. So uh, shout out my uh, my long time, long lifelong best friend, uh, Dirk, uh, who's a couple years older than me. Uh, my One of my friends, his sister, Lacey, we were uh, skipping school. Ooh, he had a little, uh, yeah, such a bad kid. Yeah, he had a little, uh, a little. He lived in the behind their house in this little shack, and uh, we we broke in there, stole his weed from him. So shout out Dirk for uh, getting me high for the first time and not knowing about it. <laughs> Damn, why did you smoke and, it? And now he's one of my best bros. So uh, you know, we uh, we rolled it up in a joint. Okay, we, we went down to this old abandoned, uh, burnt down. Uh, uh, like paint factory that was down the street in our neighborhood. That was where all the little juveniles hung out and graffitied. And were and you a bad kid, Nick? I was. Uh, How were you as a student? Like, were you at the teachers liked you, or did they? I mean, you know, I was like, you know, I was, I was having fun. I was, yeah, I was, you know, I was a kind of, you know, a punk ass kid. Yeah, I was a punk ass little kid. <laughs> I was a punk ass. I was little a kid. bored kid in Indiana. I was getting kicked out of school. Sounds about right. You know what I mean? Okay. So you got high at 12. Did you get high after you smoked the joint or was it just like, okay, that's weed? Yeah, we had fun. We went and ate a bunch of snacks and okay. shit. I'm sure I was high. I don't remember actually just thinking about how high I was. I remember just having fun and eating gummy bears. And, and you're like, I'm you going to get high every day. You ever run around a tree a bunch? <laughs> uh, not that time, but I'm Run sure. around the tree. Is that what that you might do? That might have been one of the first activities. Time, the first time I got my homies uh, blaze. They were running around trees. We went and ran around a tree. Fucking high. Then we fell we fell on, you know, we laid on the ground and then it felt like that we were sinking into the ground. Oh, dizzy, playing head games. Yeah. Said you're out of control. We were laughing. So here you are, Nick, 12 years old, ditching school, getting high. Yeah. And at 12 years old and you're like, oh, this is it. I love weed. I'm going to get high every day. Or was this like, uh, like a one-time thing until... Yeah, no, I think that just kind of became uh, the common thing am amongst uh, kids our age right then. That was that was uh, a coming-of-age type of thing. And, and What was your first, like, Pipe that you like 
Not like you bought, but like you made. Did you make one first, or did you buy one, or did you have like a? Did you have a real one, or was <laughs> that such a made I mean, you know, you're definitely making uh, coke cans and shit. Was yeah. uh, where well, the, you know, was like the, the first time you smoke, like you usually don't have a pipe, and you don't know where to get it, so you make some shit. Yeah, yeah no, that, I mean? well, that's you're what like, I was gonna say. It was, it was something that was kind of around. You know, I have parents and shit. It was uh, aunts, uncles. It was just saying <laughs> my my uh, my my uncle had this crazy fucking. Uh, uh, like elephant, like bong. I don't. We didn't even know. We didn't <laughs> know elephant, it was a bong back an then, elephant right? Bong. It looked like yeah. a face. Yeah. And so the 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 snout was this. You know, that's where you. I never uh, even heard of it. But we never put water bong. in it. We just dry hits. It. Yeah, dry hits. Didn't know what you were doing. We didn't know what the bong was back <laughs> Steam then. Steamroll it. That's so funny. Like when you first start smoking weed, you look around your house to all your all your parents' like dishware in China. You're like, hmm, that could be a bong. I can make that into a pipe. That's I can true. Use that like, little tea set and use the kettle as a pipe. Our homie's aunt had. He had a. Uh, she had an old bong that she didn't use, but she kept it for like nostalgic. But we would like bust it out, sneak it out, and use it. You know. Oh yeah. It was bone dry when we found it. We we're like, holy shit. That's yeah. Don't even know. <laughs> it's like grandma's boy when he finds his grandma's bong vase and just starts smoking. So the twelve years old smoking weed. Then you, uh, it, it's just something that happened. You just, it just started entering your life, and you became because you became an award-winning grower, and you have a great brand. So I'm just trying to figure out yeah, how this twelve-year-old definitely punk kid from school became like this amazing brand grower. It definitely evolved into a passion. Um, when did you, you know, first grow a plant? Like, I when were you like, uh, I'm going to grow this shit? I was like 16, I think, about wow. when we first started. So that's what I was going to say a little bit about the Indiana history, um, or where I where I grew up in the in the group of cats I grew up with. Uh, the, the gorilla growing back there, the thing about Indiana is you get to outside of Indianapolis, it's all corn and soybean agriculture. Right. Farmland. So that was the whole thing there was you go in, in Indiana, it rains in the summer. So, you, and, and there's, there's nutrients out in that soil. Right. And they, they only, it, it's all machine, you know, row crop. So we just go out there, you put the plants gorilla in the corn and as long as you're going out and, and harvesting Are you putting it, seeds or are you putting- No, 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 clones. You're clones, putting clones. in clones. You're yeah. not just taking the seeds out your weed and just sprinkling them no, in the garden like, no. oh, let's go. Yeah, I think that was like, <laughs> that, that was the evolution. You know, you hear friends going out, coming out to Amsterdam back then, way back 25 years ago or whatever it was. So being that, being that corn's like a natural steroid, like they feed it to chickens and shit so their breasts are bigger. Mm -hmm. Um, do you think that takes in part with the weed? Too? Is that like a natural <laughs> no, steroid? No, but weed? I think they're definitely juicing all that yeah, soil. You never know. They're definitely juicing all that soil or whatever growing in there with some good shit because that stuff grows like crazy out there. Are you yeah. growing specific strains or is it just like whatever clones you get? Like no, how but, do you get clones in Indiana? Well, back then, uh, as I said, so some people were going to Amsterdam and going and doing stuff. Some people were coming out here to Cali. You'd hear stories about back then. These were just kind of like myths. You'd hear about somebody had gone out and, uh, <laughs> and gotten, you know, gotten these plants. Plants and uh, but the skunk weed back then that was like the the you know that was what everybody loved there in Indiana. Right. Uh, I wish we still had it, man, because it was fire. That skunk, yeah, that, a lot of strangers dead town now. Skunk, Naptown skunk weed. What I want to get some skunk and uh, yeah, that, but that's what we do. You go out there, gorilla, just throw as many as you can out in the cornfields, right? You'd lose some, and some wouldn't make it or whatever, and uh, or you know what would whatever would happen. But you know, you'd get some back. You'd go out there and just pull it and. You know, eventually, once uh, over the years, you know, it got to being pretty big where you'd go out and hit a lot of, you know, a lot of cornfields and end up getting a good amount back. And it started being good weed. And that was kind of the, I feel like that, that evolution of uh, moving out of the, the Mexican weed into, into good weed. But also at the same time, that was the Beaster era when all the Beasters were coming in from, from Canada. Yeah. 
And, them uh, steroid nugs that chipped the paint. Yeah, that was the original PGRs <laughs> before we knew what PGRs yeah. were. And uh, so, you know, that that whole, I went through that whole era. That's, you know, so, you know, I was hustling weed out there in Indiana. I was started growing weed uh, just a little bit at a time. I had an OG, my OG, Brandon, who taught me pretty much everything I, I know back then. So you're just growing soil, like organic soil, sun-kissed, just out there. In Indiana. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I meant to say something. You just had Kyle Cushman in here. I read some article from him high times, I don't know how many crazy years ago, they were growing in these little uh, these little hydro, the beginning of these hydro little mini, like a, a one foot wide by three foot wide. You'd put like four plants in it. Okay. And uh, Little pot. Or, or eight plants, yeah. Little hydro and, pot. And so that was my first introduction to hydro. And these guys were like, oh, this is the new way to grow and everything. Um, so the yeah, evolution of growing started coming. Yeah. You're like, okay, a thousand watt light. But honestly, when we first started growing back then, it was all veg. Everything we'd grow indoor, veg to to put it all out o- outside. In, out, outside, but we'd grow thousands of clones. Yeah. So you grow, you build, you'd build a big. Well, you, but you'd build an indoor room, a nice big indoor room, four lights or something back then, you know. And you know, try to grow as trailer. many thousands of clones. Trailer park, yeah, as many thousands of clones. <laughs> Big yeah. room, kitchen, four in a trailer, <laughs> in a kitchen, or my favorite know. of the trailer park. You, you said, you said, all covered in foil. You said a big room, four lights. Yeah, yeah, big room. Now, that was crazy. Yeah, big that's back big. Then. Yeah, crazy that's what I'm saying. That, now people are doing like thousand light room, like warehouses yeah. and shit. It's crazy. That's regular. That's not even the big ones. That's just like someone in their house. Oh, I just got a thousand lights in the room. Now I'm just playing. So uh, Indiana out here. Following the, the the threads of the grow, you're like, this is it. Is this like you decided cannabis is like your this is your passion. This is what you're gonna be doing. Yeah. Did you want? Did you didn't have any goals as a kid? You didn't want to be like a fireman or an astronaut. You just like weed. I'm 12. I'm ditching. I'm smoking. This is it. I mean, you know, kind of. I definitely <laughs> knew I was gonna be a, a businessman of some sort. My dad was an accountant, so I was just kind of. It was kind of just one Ooh. of those things. Stay close to the money. I was okay. always into you know the money thing. That that, that was from an early age. You were you became an entrepreneur. Yep. And, and, <laughs> and uh, you know, <laughs> Indiana. There's not a Trademark. lot. There's not a Trademark. lot of promise going on there. You know, so. Uh, so I, I, th- I felt like, you know, You're like, weed, I need to move. Was, weed was the best thing I had going. Uh, and then, well, you know, being young and stupid and going through everything and going to jail 10 times when I was because 18. of cannabis or uh, just because of other stupid, yeah, shit? a bunch of weed charges, just be, being a dumbass, right? Kid, though, 18 years old, it's what we do, we learn, and uh, and then yeah, I come out here. Well, I'd already been coming out here, my dad always lived out here, Santa Cruz, okay, and uh, so I was coming out for the summers and shit when I was a kid. You didn't want to be in the rain. You're like, let me go to the West Coast, the best coast. Right. And then you found out the weed out here. Were you smoking the West Coast weed? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I came out here when I was like, you know, 14 or something. Met one of my buddies from Indy. Had moved out here. Was living out here. Was living in Santa Cruz. And uh, came and met up with me and had some fire weed. And he's like, yeah, it was just all day long. You get, it's regular out here yeah, in Cali, he's dog. Like, he's like, this is all everywhere. And I was like, you know, I was blown away. And, you know, and I'm 14, you know, so I'm like just, you know, dreaming about going back to Indiana. Like you see how great weed can yeah. be. You're like, fuck this outdoor shit. When did you decide? Because you are in uh, NorCal now, right? Yeah. So when did you make the move? Did you you were in school? Did you finish school? Yeah, no, I, uh, you know, through I uh, went through, got kicked out of high school. So basically done with high school. When did you get kicked started, out? Uh, I mean, I tried high school a couple times. I got kicked I out every, every time. <laughs> I tried it. I tried high school. I gave it a shot. It wasn't my shit. I'm, but, with, I'm with you. But I, so like the, finally when a junior, when I got kicked out, I went just straight and got my GED, yes. went straight to college early or, you know, uh, 
um, junior college there in Indy. And once I started doing that, I was ha- I st- ended up. Uh, if you were a DJ, you'd be in a heavy metal band right now. <laughs> right, for sure. <laughs> and I, uh, I ended up just uh, deciding. Yeah, I was like, fuck, you know, I need to come out to. But oh, no, that's what I was going to tell you. So I was wiling out as a kid a little bit, and I was coming out here for the summers. Finally, once I was like, right after that, after that year when I came out, my buddy came picked me up. I went home all stoned. My dad was like. And I was in, in, went back to Indy after that, and I was wilding out. You know, got kicked out of school, caught weed, all kinds of shit. My dad was just like, "You can't even come out here anymore right now." He was like, "This was like three strikes law just come in and shit." He's like, "They'll lock you up and never let you out." You tried doing that dumb shit out here in California, right, you yeah. Know? Because it's hard, weed. To, it's hard to change your yeah. tempo once you've experienced. Because I was, yeah, but, I was going wild. I was right. really going wild. <laughs> Small my, town my versus, mom, yeah. My mom couldn't actually. Indy is is an urban. You know, it it is urban. It's not a small town. It's a good. It's a good sized city, but. Still, just, a lot uh, of parties out there in Indianapolis. Yeah. So, when did you finally make the move to uh, California? I was 21, I think. Uh, 21, 22. My second son was born. Right after he was born, I was like, you know, I'd been, that's what I mean. I'd been going through a bunch of shit. I was being dumb, getting, going to jail and shit in India. And I was just like, it's time to get out of there and do something good. I was motivated to take care of my family and, and you know, build something and be successful. So, I wanted to experience and get out into the big world that's what i tell people man you get caught in those little little po- cities yeah, little towns. Towns, towns and fucking don't realize there's a whole world out there and that's kind of uh you know kind of even here we are 25 years later i'm just now going across the world and experience in europe and shit what? and just realizing there's a whole nother whole nother giant world we out did there get to experience barcelona together i want to uh, get into it because i've uh, been fortunate enough to travel the world because of cannabis i never knew I would be, you know, uh, so involved in cannabis. I just knew at some point I was going to be like some type of entertainer. I'll be like doing something for some company, brand, media, myself, whatever. But uh, just smoking cannabis at a young age and realizing my passion for it and meeting great influential characters at a young age like Jack Herrera and all these other uh, major brand owners. Uh, I was like, yo, like cannabis is the way. And I seen you. Kill it at these events. I've seen you uh, uh, come to these cups with big booths. I remember one time you had, uh, you are a Golden State banana and you had uh, uh, bananas for everybody, fresh bananas, <laughs> made sure everyone had potassium that weekend. Uh, you have great marketing uh, skills. It's all over the place. I've seen you uh, evolve from uh, being to 15 to being compliant to follow. So how is that? I see you go with transitions, moving from Indianapolis to California and then were you growing weed in California at a young age what were you doing when you first moved out here was it weed or were you like getting an accountant job yeah no so I had already uh I well my because yeah. I want to talk about Europe doc so we can get to it yeah we're gonna get there yeah but uh yeah so no I moved out here uh went to college was finishing college doing that when I moved out here I immediately uh I was already growing weed in Indy so it was crazy back then um You were bringing Indy weed to Cali and selling it like yo no, I got that no. Midwest special what you want geez. No but I was <laughs> I got that corn OG I was definitely motivated I was growing weed in Indy I had a few little small ops back there there's there's basements in all the houses there so you grow in the basements Are those there Those for the tornadoes yeah, our, okay. uh, yeah, I don't know what the fuck it is they should have basements out here too because it just gives you more space of the house but um <laughs> So we were growing, I had a few little garage or a little, few little basement ops going there. Actually had a, I had a, the first warehouse I had was in Indy back then. 10 lights. That was crazy, crazy, big, crazy big on these, on, on the light mover, on light rails, like fucking, you know, three, uh, putting three lights what on the right. What were you growing? Uh, skunk, that Naptown skunk, skunk weed. Yeah. 
I miss skunk. Some yeah. creeper skunk. Yeah, it was good. That nap town. I wish we had like it. the old creeper skunk. Yeah. Well, that's why I was excited to go to Europe because they have all the haze. We don't have haze out here, so no, I was excited none of that. to go there. So, so anyway, so uh, but I moved back out here. I still had those things going, so I was flying back there every couple of weeks, just trying to trying to keep my bread going and uh, and getting it going. Then I started working out here. I was working construction, and uh, and construction is the first thing you did when you came out. Yeah, here. that was you're the like first I, thing I could I build rooms. Breaking his back. I could fucking so, set and up then, air and conditioning. Then let me tell you this. So I got electricity. So just so tell, <laughs> moving off of all you know, you think of you think in in the way of things that you know how to do, right? So I, I was used to growing in basements. So my dad had this under thing under his house, but it was all dirt, right? So but it, under you know like a crawl space. Yeah, it was only it was only like. Yeah, yeah like a, a three foot crawl space under his house. I went in there literally with a pickaxe and a shovel dug out fucking six feet deep. <laughs> right. That's not in this crawl space under my dad's spot for uh, big enough for That's two lights, smart, bucketing really. it out, hustle, bucketing it out of this little, little three foot hole. Do you have anybody help you or you just did it all by yourself? You know, you know what? Uh, honestly, my dad, me and my pop did it. My dad's a soldier. He's fucking Your dad's savage. like, let's do it. Yeah, I believe in you down. kid. Yeah, and he wanted to grow weed. I was well because I was busting his balls. I come out here, and this is back when he's buying outdoor weed for twenty four hundred bucks a pound or something Oof. crazy. This is, you know, this Oof. Is seven, I those seventeen days. years ago. Yeah, and I'm like, Dad, I'm like, you can't be doing that. So, <laughs> Let's go. I'll teach you, Dad. Yeah. I got you. Let's go. So, so that was the beginning. So yeah, that, and I immediately did that. So the for, within the first couple of months out here, I was growing weed here, and uh, and from there with uh, you know, first year after living here, we were living in an apartment, and then I got a house with a garage and. Uh, and that was, blew it up, yeah, and turn, then just started uh, six lights, hook, getting your little clientele, hooking You're, people uh, up. The yeah. wax here is smelling like super potent. It's what? Nice. Yeah, that's it's real crumbly. Fire! That's the hash rosin, live rosin, li live rosin, brah. So, uh, so you Sky out here grade, uh, coming from Indianapolis, growing in the corn, just having a passion for cannabis, moving to Cali, getting your dad involved, like, yo, dad, you got space. We can grow some weed, make a couple extra bucks, pay rent, grow. Like, I like building rooms. I can do electricity. I know I got the contracting shit, but let's grow weed. Yep. And then how is this, how does this transition go? Did you ever have a dispensary where you always just growing it and hooking up shops? Cause I know at uh, North Cal is when 215 started, Dennis Perone made that shit all happen yep. in 1996. I believe the yep. compassionate act. Um, are you already out here in 1996? No, but I, that's why I was about 16 then. So that was right about the time when my dad was telling me, no, you can't fucking come out here cause you're too wild. Okay. He knew and what then, was going to happen. Yeah. And then, uh, but my dad was one of the first people that right then he immediately went and got a medical card. So my pop was always a supporter and he was always open about it, you know? And, um, uh, so, you know, I moved out here, I think in 2001, I think mm -hmm. it was. So 2001 was five a good years time. later, a lot of shit, a lot of stuff was going on. And that's the same thing. So Santa Cruz, just like you're going off of, off of prop two fifteen, I don't know. A lot of people don't know the history of Santa Cruz, but it, it's, uh, it has, it has a, a big history with the evolution of that two fifteen and the, SB four twenty uh, and SB four twenty and stacking the scripts because there was, a um, uh, a collective there, uh, that, that the feds went and raided and, uh, in, in the, in the in the county of Santa Cruz, city of Santa Cruz, sued the federal government. Hey, right, <laughs> and and that so that was like a big you know it was a big thing. So Santa Cruz always had that liberal history of of um, 
pushing for rights. Yeah, of being, you know, being, being. Well, they know, like big, benefited from industry. it as well, right? As a city. Like, well, not back then. Back then it was still crazy, you know, and I've talked to a lot of old, you know, kind of old heads who were around back then, political people back then, and they were, it was just kind of, you know, that, that was, it's just part of being part of the culture. You get up there in the mountains and stuff and, and you can't deny it. It's just something that, you know, people do. And it's just also one of those things. Santa Cruz is one of those places where they, you know, kind of, you know, whatever it is, you know, mind, mind your business, mind, mind, you know, leave me alone type yeah. of thing. It's always open to yeah, liberal just, like that. So, uh, here you are growing under your dad's house. Yep. Getting your own house from growing, get a garage and you just have like people just know you got the fire. You're just going to dispensaries, dropping it off. You get like a select clientele. Like, how is it? Yeah, it's been, you know, that's and the, what are you the growing? crazy evolution. Uh, you get the banana cut. When did you get the no, banana? No, we didn't have Golden State Banana for a long time. So back then, I actually, I had snuck that Naptown skunk out here, brought it on a plane. Ooh. Man, we there, there's actually a, a couple of good interviews we could have uh Talking about some of the stories we got to tell. We got to. So well, well, that's what we're here, dog. Uh, what are we doing? Well, this is. Post I know I'm gonna have you come back because we could talk, but I'm trying to get it, Nick. Well, this is post 9/11, so after 9/11, where it started start getting crazy with them searching you and shit at the airport. Right. I I wanted that strain out of here so bad. I went back to Indy. I had you know you grow the you grow a clone in, in this Rockwell cube, this little fucking fiberglass cube. I kind of tore as much of it off as I can. Put three of them in a in a plastic uh, in a plastic bag. Put it in my underpants, in my drawers, and walked, pushed it up your butthole. No, <laughs> but just straight in my drawers, you know, in my nuts, and walked in and and, 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 and went through security. Nine eleven. That was when it was a lot hole. crazier. Then people were all freaked out Fuck about it. you know getting those random searches and shit. Right. And and, uh, and I brought the plants out here. So one of them survived through all that. How many did you bring? Three. And one survived. Yeah, crazy story. And three plants in your ass. ass. Yeah, <laughs> ouch. It was tough. It was tough. Long <laughs> flight. Long flight. And no, but back then, you know, you a lot of times you'd fly those red eye flights, and there wouldn't be a lot of people on them. So I was flying a red eye back. Some reason this fucking flight's full. Flight. full right. I'm sitting Screaming next. Babies. I'm sitting next to some brain surgeon chick and somebody else on me. And like I had, I remember having this winter jacket on, this this puffy polo jacket on. I by then I'd pulled the pulled the plants out, and I had the plants just sitting on my inside uh, pocket in there. And I remember just thinking, God, I smell the the plants just fucking smell like weed. Little <laughs> yeah. clothes. I'm on this plane, and this is nowadays. You get on a plane like all of us just were on. I've been on planes. We're smoke. You know, we're. If I'm, I was I'll on hop, that plane. I'll hop with on you. a plane. No problem right now with weed, but back then you wouldn't think no. about doing that. So well, now they let you kind of. If I was yeah. on there, my you would have seen my head just like looking everywhere. They don't let you smoke on planes though. That's something. So uh, out here growing, you get you bring the, your clone I back here. Yep, yeah, I had that out here amongst <laughs> other clones. So, so and I was buying clones where I could get them. I had that you, you mentioned the super silver haze or somebody did. I had that super silver haze back then. I was just I was going to dispensaries buying what I could what I could find out here. Uh, I was growing, uh, what else was good that we had back then? Uh, these are the, you know, I think even before the, the GDP days and, uh, uh, Cincy star, that was what? a fucking Romulan. back then. Yeah. Good. Romulan. Fucking Romulan, bro. <laughs> Amnesia so, haze. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but yeah, so we were growing, uh, growing that and getting a couple houses back then. Uh, you know, ended up, we, we got a house raided back in Santa Cruz in 2005. Fuck. Big 10 bedroom, just crazy house. We were growing in all the bedrooms. I had this big giant deck built out, Oof. which is fucking plant. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? 
Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. It's all on the outside deck. No so fuss. That didn't end up working out. Just swinging your dick, like just being Yeah, ignorant. one day, one day the helicopter's like on my front porch out there with all the plants. And, you know, a couple weeks later we're getting So ready. you've been through it. Like you've seen the evolution of the cameras, like everyone, people being in jail for it. Now, how do you feel how uh, the evolution of cameras with com- being compliant? When did you start Golden State Banana? When did you decide like, I'm going to come out, fuck hiding, fuck being like an in the closet grower. I'm going to actually brand this shit, make, make my... Like well, a, a lot happened. A lot happened. So since that time, then we got busted. Actually, so when we got busted that time, I actually, I was slowed me down. So I went and fucking got a job. Right, I went and got a real job, a career job. What'd started you do? moving uh, uh, logistics, freight. So I was moving freight for ten years. I went and did that every day. I went and sat at a desk, got on a phone, and uh, made cold calls. Yeah, made cold Oof. calls and was uh, and was selling freight, doing that. And then I'd get off work and I would go to the grow and. You know, this is back when you would trim all your own weed and and do every every bit of the grow by yourself. Yeah, so after hours, I would do that. You know, now yeah, and now it was it was like crazy. I'd always you know had a crazy schedule where I'd get off work and then I was doing the family shit. So that would go on until like ten, and then like ten go to to the room. Ten to two, I'd be in the room. Yeah. And then back up at 6 or 7 a.m. Making them cold calls. That, see, it's just it's perseverance. Everyone, it doesn't happen overnight. Like, shit, this doesn't happen. It does not. In. And then, so, yeah, grinding that out. I got, and a, then, good, I got a good name, bro. <laughs> it's going to happen fast. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna, you know, everybody's going to know it immediately. It doesn't take, you know, it doesn't take So you're doing this uh, 9 to 5 Yeah, 9 to 5, life. 10 years. But I, so I got, I got pretty successful at doing that. I was making good money. At, at, at the same time, I'm reading the paper, I'm looking at the news, I'm watching things happen with like people getting dispensaries, you know, and you just see random people who aren't any, any, you know, just, you know, I feel like I'm as qualified or I'm just as regular person like anybody else. So right. I, I thought to myself, why wouldn't, why can't I, I want, I want a dispensary. I want to grow. I want something. So I started showing up at these, uh, you know, these council meetings or just going and getting involved. But back then they were doing just kind of local community meetings, talking about cannabis stuff, just to Educating, try to, getting yeah, to know the laws. And just try to get people. Yeah. It was kind of like, it was kind of like a, a little revolution time. You know, I tell a lot of people it was like perfect storm, you know, just people were fired up. Everybody was wanting change and wanting, you know, wanting stuff to happen. I good just, time I, to be alive. Yeah. It was a good time. It's a good time to be alive. And I wanted to be involved. So, yeah. so that's what I did. And I think having that job and being successful at that job and paying taxes, for for a long time gave me a little bit of the, that that balls of that that uh uh what they say now that uh that that fearless right I, like Some yeah gusto. yeah what are you gonna do to me I I pay taxes and I you yeah. know I work every day I'm just trying to figure I'm following out how, the law yeah how to do this right yeah you yeah. know it's like I'm working so, with you guys why are you mad at me yeah so I, I started getting involved that way still didn't the banana wasn't anything but right about then we uh we had gotten that banana OG and it was floating around Santa Cruz through a small group of my friends and uh and you know Santa Cruz uh I've seen a few different fl- uh, finos of that banana OG so I don't know if it was some guys in Santa Cruz had who had done their own twist on it maybe crossed in it because there was a lot of breeders uh liking to do it but it was uh definitely that um 
the Oregon Kid cut that uh, that originated. Ask, Oregon Kid. Yeah, shout out to Oregon Kid for, you being, get from the for breeding way back then. I actually I wasn't even nerdy enough to be on the internet back then, so I didn't do the forums. I was just growing the weed and selling the weed and, uh, and hearing about those guys. Yeah, and 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 yeah, and I didn't have the balls to to, to pop seeds and and do that shit back then because. I only had three months to veg it and harvest it, and we didn't have that much room. So shout out to the breeders who did have the balls and did go all out back then to bring us. The were you growing it like today? Were you growing it like soil or rock wool? Or like Everything. I've cocoa, literally you if you if you can name deep water culture. If you, I haven't done, I have not done deep water culture. I have done aeroponics. I can probably if you can name a different way of growing style. I've tried it. What's your favorite? Uh, I just like the good old soil, man. Just good old put earth. it in a pot. Yeah. Just put it earth. in a pot and let it grow. That's yeah. right. And so you got the banana cut. When yep. was this? What year? Uh, let's say, you know, maybe let's say 2014 era. Okay. So, you know, we're growing 13, 14. We're growing it back then. You know, a couple houses, but I couldn't even get it out of Santa Cruz. There was a few, you know, between the, you know, five, 10 dispensaries there, we're selling it. And me and a small group of people were just selling it. Is, is it the, branded or is it just have. like the fire banana? No, back then we were calling it Chiquita Banana. Okay. So I remember nice. that. Yeah. Yeah. Back then we were calling it the Chiquita. And I think something happened. You got a letter from Chiquita Banana? Yeah, something happened where, <laughs> you know, we so somebody somebody that? used their logo, right, and, and right. did the weed and put the weed on it, and it was getting posted on social media, I think, and getting tagged, and Chiquita was getting tagged. They're getting So, pissed. boom, so, boom, a letter comes. Do you remember that time in the some industry when a lot there, of- Some old man that, like, owns the company is like, what is yeah. that? Yeah, they're well, like, a lot thank of you, but no thank you. There. A lot Get of corporations shit off uh, of my sticker. started seeing the culture take their- t- names and take their logos and put it with weed and there was a time when everyone started getting cease and desist letters that are trapped out Toys R Us hit some people up Hershey's hit some people yep. up yep. Uh, banks hit people like they're like yo you don't want to fuck with our money so you better get rid of that there's some lawsuits I know Starbucks had some, had oh, some lawsuits yeah. oh yeah uh, it's been crazy so you're like so that happened and that was right at the time where I was trying to think uh, we weren't there yet but I thought I was going to be successful at building a brand and, and being a weed company so I didn't want any problem with anybody suing me and uh, so that's why I was trying to come up with something good that uh, a name of our own that we could that we could build off of and uh, and so we bounced it around and uh, and uh, got the golden state yeah boom golden state yeah, like, it's great though because yeah. it's like part of like California yeah I think know. that's what it was we wanted to represent California we were proud of, you know proud of what we yeah, were doing out here and, OG. yeah and uh, and you know and kind of bring all that culture in uh, and, and everything that we were doing with it so that's so. cool so you got a uh, uh, the Golden State Banana, and then you started coming out with other strains. I know you had like yeah. kiwi strawberry, you had the sweet, you had the yeah. Uh, at the same time, I was kind of doing the synergy. Is like was the other brand I was just building at the same time with other with the other flavors. So that kind of um, we're always hunting for the new terps. I love the fruity terps, especially now. Now here we go. That that's kind of what my motivation is for growing. We're we're evolution. You know, talking the evolution into the concentrate world, right? Because that's kind of a lot of what I look for now is I, I like the fruity strains and right and people uh, like chasing terps. You yeah. like that purple punch? Yeah, purple punch is fire. People are chasing terps. So yeah, it went from flower, and you've seen the evolution from flower to uh, dabbing and concentrates, and then the whole evolution of concentrates from batter to shutter, from batter to shutter, from butter to shatter, to oils to rosin to live rosin to carts to. 
fucking bubble. Yeah, everything. CO2, everything. hexane. No, propane. no, yeah. But, and before this, this was, we go back ISO. 20 years ago, back to the hot knife on the stove. Chasing the dragon. And, the, and yeah, and, and the black. Hot knife. And the black fucking. Dabs, the sizzle tech. Was. Yeah. The sizzle tech was I my favorite. I don't even know what we were smoking back then. Red means go. So, yeah, and. Uh, uh, so yeah, that's what, you know, as, as we started learning that, that, so that was a good thing about the banana. We started running concentrate then and it would yield good. And it was, you know, something that, you know, was a, so it was a, a double winner. That's how we started learning about potency of the THC in plants and Get some uh, flowers science. So, so yeah, all that was weed? happening at the same time. So there's been a lot of learning, a lot of evolution uh, uh, in the cannabis weed, uh, cannabis world at the same time. Yeah, and like look at like like packaging is crazy. Which way, what do you want? Like indica sativa? Indica. Yeah, I'll give you the, the LA cookies for the sticky roll. Oh, there you I'm go. trying this wax out for the sticky yeah. roll. Enjoy it. It's gonna take be, some pictures. Shout yeah, them out. It's gonna hurt. I think it's playing. gonna hurt. <laughs> so uh, you started realizing that you got flavors, got the terps, making concentrates. Yep. Created a, a another brand for the concentrates. Yeah. So synergy is just for you know was all the other flavors that we were running and and. Uh, and like I said, just we were just chasing all these fruity flavors, the tangies, you know, the forbidden fruits, the oranges that have come, the bananas, the lemons, the you know, we've just Fruit evolved baskets. into all these, yeah, crazy new flavors besides just an OG or a, a Kim Dog or, you know, Sour D, right. you know, which are all great strains too, but... Um, you know, we just started finding these different fruity terps, which have just been a crazy evolution. I feel like that, you know, these are things that when you smelled them, you're like, there's no way I thought, you know, we could from the weed we've been growing the last 20 years that this was something. We yeah, had. it's just crazy how uh, the breeders and, and the growers and, and, you know, shout out to all the growers out there too. uh, uh how they can, you know, now when you try to smell weed, it's not like a distinct OG or a distinct sweet or sour. It's like six different strains make one strain. And it's strain, not strand. Anyone trying to start weed, it's strain. Strain. strain not strand. But uh, all these different strains, you're like, oh, guess what it is? You're like, bro, I don't know what it is. It fucking has cherry smells and lemons and oranges and gas. Like, this is like 14 different cuts now. What are you trying to call it? And then they have like some crazy nickname for it. Like yeah, so scrunt, scrunt skittles. <laughs> so so now here we are, you know, and now now, however many years there are now, where we are, where I now have the room to pop seeds and all hunt for the Fino hunt. you know, and that's kind of a new passion for me now is finding the new flavor and actually popping these seeds because that wasn't something I was able to do before that, you know, I always wanted to, and now that we, you know, get to find these new flavors, that's kind of like the. That's, you know, it's the, the marks, treasure yeah. hunt. Yeah, that's kind of like the, the Indiana next. Jones, I right? I got papaya. The, I got papaya the, and I got rainbow. Yeah, what so it's call like it? yeah. just the, the, the hunt for the for the something new. new. The, yeah. And how, new how much access we have now. And, you know, if you go the proper channels, you can actually do it legally and not worry about shit happening. And uh, being able to have a brand that is loved all around the world because I experienced some uh, rock star stuff with you. I'm sure uh, Sid has experienced in everyday life, but you walked into, huh? uh, uh, you know, when you, Sid, I'm sure. I we, got no idea. Anyways, uh, I was in Barcelona. We walked into a couple coffee shops and I was with, you know, the Golden State family and uh, people out there had the weed. They had the stickers and they found out you who you were and they're like, like, oh shit, it's the Golden State Banana. Yeah, they were loving us worldwide. We were I there for that. the takeover. Flipping. How is that how is that feeling? Like knowing you're a little boy from Indiana growing weed in a cornfield. Now you're in uh, you know, major compliant brand known all around the world. 
It's pretty epic, man. It's pretty epic. I don't think Expanding. about it like that too much ever, but... Uh, what do you mean? That's like, that's how you made it happen. A little boy causing problems in class, ditching, smoking weed. Yeah. Now that is a successful brand owner traveling the world, recognized for his talent and amazing pheno hunting. Yeah, every once in a while, I think. <laughs> I, I wonder uh, I wonder what my friends that I grew up with would think. How uh, many awards have you won? Uh, good question. There's got to be a good 10 of them. Because I've uh, personally announced yeah. a couple awards for you guys. Yeah. I have some video, too, on some of my on my phone of on stage welcome, uh, congratulating you uh, doing some hosting at these cups. Uh-huh. And I know I haven't been at every cup that you've won, so I'm sure it's more than 10. But Yeah, I, I haven't been counting. A lot of, you know, we do a lot of collabs, a lot of friends. Shout out to homies L.A. Kush we've been down with for a long time. Hey. Won some awards with them. Uh, Moxie, hey. Critical Concentrates, hey. uh, Loaded. We won some Loaded. Uh, those were some pre-rolls, of the first pre-roll yeah. one, you know, awards we won. Um, so yeah, we've done. Uh, you know, we've, we've we've been doing some good work. It's just been it's been fun. You know, and you know, I tell people I see a, you know, I see a lot of of uh, people kind of you know get get really wrapped up in the in the uh, in the cups and you know their entries. A lot of people are entering. You know, there's there's always everybody's always just putting their best foot forward and, and sometimes people get upset if they don't win or if there's confusion because sometimes there's a wrong announcement or something and that's I mean I've entered a lot of cups where we didn't win anything you know yeah and just, you knew your shit was fire yeah like, what? And it's like what the fuck I, I, oh, I entered so much amazing yeah. shit I yeah. not even fucking place nothing you know but you know perspective you know you you know but you're stoked for your bros who win those times yeah. also you know and it's just like you're on to the next one you know you you lived a fight another day. I don't even think think of it that way. You know, I don't ever even get that bummed where it's just like, you know, I think it motivates me more. The next one, I'm coming even harder. Where, uh, but Making sure I got the fire. Yeah, you know. It's, well, it's like, you know, like the same thing like at a DJ competition, you know, they're judging on like several different aspects of the product. So then it's like, it's dependent on like the judges there and the, or yeah, people there's that, always the people that voted on it and, yeah, and, you and see. what they think and their opinion is of all those categories. Yeah, that and that, that's the time you it. realize that uh, everybody like every, there's something different for everybody. It's everybody like even likes though your something. grass might be like the strongest, bestest grass there, like that it might they just, not it make wasn't it the taste for them that day. They didn't you like know? your logo or some yeah. dumb shit, you know. And uh, you know, but that's what you know. It's it just. Uh, I, I guess we've been blessed to uh, to where people have have liked our stuff uh, yeah. that we've entered and, and it's worked out great. I mean, for you us, know, so. it's always when you if you're proud of your product, it's great. How do you feel right now with uh, uh, you know it being legal and compliance, finding all these new brands and companies that are coming into the space without knowing the the culture or you know the the road that we've been on together because you've been in jail a couple times for weed. Yeah, I know yeah. we all have friends that if you've been smoking at least more than five years, have some people that have been in jail for weed. You've had so, some uh, kind of running. They're just coming sure. thinking they got the best weed and never has even consumed it at all. Well, uh, you know, you said something about that earlier when we first started, and you also said something about people saying the weed's not as good at these things. I don't know. I would I would actually I would say the opposite. I I would say at this point where we're at now. You, uh, especially with all these legal grows, and we're talking about we're talking about these events being uh, all you know, Prop sixty four, all this legal product, twenty one and over. Uh, I can tell you all personally, uh, the grows that we build now are on a space age level from the grows that I'm talking about. We used to build in these in these basements and in what? these garages, and even the warehouse, the fifty light warehouses that I had before I was legal. 
that I wouldn't invest the money in because I still didn't know if they were going to kick in the door yeah, and we were going to lose everything. Now you got insurance. Yeah. Shit's happening. And now we can put all the money in to have all the best everything. Uh, and, and people say that shit, you know, I don't know. Anybody and everybody, I wouldn't even worry to say that shit about the corporate money or the people who aren't growing weed. Those aren't the people in the grow. We are the culture. None of that shit happens without us. None of those people right. are going to, all they're doing is coming in. They're investing in us. They're investing in people. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I just, I feel like alive. I have a different view on it than that whole corporate uh, they're coming in and there's all, you know, there's corporate money and the, they don't know anything or they don't care about the plan. They're just, they're, they're investing their money and people like us who do care about the industry and want to, you know, evolve. help them out. So, so I feel like, and I feel like the weed that everybody's growing, everybody's finally getting to grow the best weed they've ever been able to grow. So you should be able to go to these, be able to be confident a hundred percent knowing you're going to go to one of these events and be able to buy the best yeah, fucking weed. I know LA Kush got any. that fire compliant weed. Straight up. <laughs> you know, I'm, we're going to be there. So you can count on me being there with yeah. the fire. You just got to find it. You know, it's just like going to the grocery store. You don't just go and pick a random avocado. You touch all the avocados to see which one your favorite avocado is. Or to, that's so California for me to say the avocado that's or whatever, you. like a yeah. tomato or whatever. When you go produce shopping. Well, you definitely oh, yeah. don't go picking the corn. I don't think anybody even from Indiana goes. You pick the, you just get it. I you used to, I used to go pick corn. So, well, but I mean, you know, that's not I'm a Iowa boy. <laughs> judging so. it that way. But, but <laughs> what I mean is, you know, and there might not be as many people out there yet because this is new everybody's evolving everybody's coming on board and getting everything up and built and going so you know th this is the a, an evolution right where it's all coming along one day at a time and it's getting better every day it's good. like we keep saying it's, it's, it's a great time to be alive in progression so, so let me ask you something because um you know i didn't know if you ever thought you'd travel the world because of growing weed but we were recently in barcelona for spanibus and other great times just to be in Europe, celebration. Yeah, first time ever. That was your first, it was my first time in yeah. Barcelona too. Yeah. Can What was your favorite experience? What was your favorite moment in uh, Barcelona? Man, we had a lot of good times. We had we had some good, uh, good times. Good times, good personal times, good tourist times, good just hanging out. I don't know. I, I, I might say the best times were the late night runs to the, to the pastry joint. Bro, let me tell you. That was the shit. <laughs> let me tell, that's, look. We, we did a lot of tourist things. We went to the churches. You know, we walked on the streets. We went to the beach, did the nightlife. I mean, if you were following the story on social media, you saw uh, we were living it up. But that's, I think one of my favorite moments was, you know, being at your house. You rented this crazy ass fucking 15 bedroom house in the middle of the, I don't even know where we were because all the streets looked the same. It looked like a foreign San Francisco yeah, it was right. It was right in the center, or whatever they call it, right there. There was like the posh. That's what the guy told us. He's like, "This is the posh." The posh. It was like, yeah, the Beverly Hills, whatever. So it's like four in the morning. Five. I don't even know what time it is. It's, I'm all discombobulated with timing in Europe and LA life, and we're all hungry. And Christian, shout out Christian Wheat Thrillist. That's the only shout out you get. Uh, decides. <laughs> Um, he's like, oh, I know this pastry spot. I'm like, oh, dude, that sounds fucking amazing. Now, let me tell you, one thing about Barcelona, one thing about Spain that I love is the food. The food is amazing out there. Everywhere I ate was delicious. It's fresh. Everything out there um, was fantastic. So uh, we walk at like four in the morning and Christian, we're all high, drunk, 
Literally four in the morning. I don't know where he's going. All the streets look the same. He's like, it's two blocks. It's two, you know, everything in Europe is like, oh, it's right here. When you walk, oh, it's right here. Like 800 meters later, it's right here. You're like, yo, bro. We've been walking, We've been for, walking a minute. for a while. We, it's already been like a 20 minute walk. Like I know we're in a foreign town, but you keep turning and all the blocks look the look same. The same. Uh, but we walk, everything's closed, you know, it's completely dark. Then all of a sudden we turn a corner and there's a light that just shines, and there's this little old lady just standing there, just pulling out smiling, fresh, fresh things out the oven, just displaying her counter. And it was just, you know, at four in the morning, super it. high. Yeah, it's like a hundred square foot little, little. Tiny. Yeah. Tiny little bakery and the best pastries and little sandwiches, the ham and cheese sandwiches out there uh, was a lifesaver. <laughs> there's, there's, so we were in here 20 deep. Well, there's the, the first night like I went, it was like four of us and we just got a yeah, couple so things went, and then we just, went and experienced we couldn't stop it. talking about it because it was such a great experience <laughs> and it was so delicious that the next day, the very next day, you same time, army there. we took the whole squad, 20 of us roll up in there and, and I'm telling people like, oh, this is a spot and I think we cleared out the, her whole, <laughs> her whole shelf, and uh, we, you know, we made sure everyone got pastries, and we brought some back for. We the were people. even buying strangers who were walking down the street, popping in pastries because there were so many of us ordering shit, and we were keeping them waiting. We were just like, buy, order them some shit, and get them on the way out yeah, to it. Like the regular locals were on the way to work, trying to get their coffee in Danish, and we're thirty people trying to order shit, <laughs> just ordering like, everything. Just give him what he needs, and let him go on his way, and just we'll put it on our tab. Blazing. That's how excited and 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 proud we were of this spot and we just loved it everything you look at everything oh yeah just every it Fresh was crazy. And delicious. chocolate chocolate croissants these All crazy little it. fruit pastries i got this two foot long tie with custard <laughs> in it and fruit on the top and uh there were so many chocolate croissants and munchy sandwiches yeah, and then the ham and cheese things and this ham tarts. ham bread and the bread was just so fresh and, yeah. and then they had like these cow it sounds like you guys had the munchies really bad Bro. and this was the only place but let me open, tell you something that, that was so great was about it like, it was a little that but let me was, tell you something that's so great about this also it was though. the it was the search for it i think part of it you know what i mean like it was there's a whole I mean, yes, big bundle the whole to the experience magic. to walk there but i you mean had to, it was hard to find it the, you know the, what i mean the finish line was actually delicious so it wasn't yeah. like a piece of shit. We're I just like, like that you had high. a journey to get to it. There, it was. You know what I mean? and, like, and everything we bought, we bought her whole counter, everything. And it was less than 100 euros. And we were like, run this shit. And we tipped her. It was only like seven, 78 euros. Yeah, we like just seven, gave her the rest. Yeah. We're like, here's 100. And then we gave her like an extra tip for just dealing with all of our high asses. Fucking ignorant American yeah, totally laughing and gluttonous in Europe. But it was great to fucking be there with you guys. And I'm glad I got to spend some time out there with you and your whole squad. Yeah, it was super fun. And I think that's that was I think that was the the enjoy the enjoyable part of it is that camaraderie of being across the world with a group of your friends. And uh, you know, just super fun being able to still be comfortable, and, and you know, it was it was it was awesome. I and I want to give a special shout out to uh, Bulldog, the Bulldog in Barcelona, for uh, welcoming us and letting us basically rent out the bottom floor yeah. and have our whole. They uh, rolled LA out the reunion. red carpet. They were super super yeah. awesome. They brought us blunts. I was requesting backwards. They brought me backwards. They brought yeah. pastries. They brought weed. We got Skittles and some hazes and some Skittles. OGs. Yeah, backwoods yeah. in Barcelona are like gold. They're more they're worth more than weed. Yeah, it's like 40 euros a pack. <laughs> Same thing in Amsterdam. That's why next time I go to Europe, I'm bringing a shitload of backwoods. So when we couldn't find any backwoods anywhere. and They brought uh, me man, three packs. Yeah, we, they, like, they heard we wanted backwoods. These fuckers show up with just packs of backwoods, giving us loads of weed, just fucking Bulldog. milkshakes. They had fucking exotic American Cereals. cereal by the bowl. <laughs> yes. 
right? <laughs> American cereal, not cereal. fucking Euro cereal. Exotic they had that American exotic shit. Cereal. Bars, bars probably sold it to him. And I want to give another extra special shout out uh, to Bulldog Amsterdam too, the one in the main square. Uh, they were and Kieran, you were the fucking man, and John and everyone out there who took care of us. Uh, I got to celebrate my birthday at the Bulldog, and they even let me get uh, our own personal boat to ride in the canals. Yeah, that's awesome. I saw that, man. Tour, I was definitely and they dropped that. us off to our birthday that. dinner. Uh, you know, shout out to my lady for making a lot of it happen. I had a great time with everyone that was there. So uh, shout out to the Bulldog. Amsterdam, Barcelona, Ibiza, wherever they're at. Uh, I know you guys get a lot of shit, but when you're at the top of the game, it happens. So just appreciate y'all and all the hospitality. Yep, and they have amazing chicken wings. Yeah, I know they killed if it. If you didn't get any chicken wings. But uh, Nick, where, are you, where can people find you? Where can people get your weed? Where can they find you on social media? Golden State Banana on social media. It's golden underscore uh, state, state underscore banana. Uh, GoldenStateBanana.com. Uh, weed maps And uh, we're at a, a lot of dispensaries All over the bay All over LA Shout out Cookies uh, One of our uh, big partners down here They got a bunch of stores And they rock us hard And uh, and we rock, you know we go big with them So uh, Green Dot down here In, uh, in the Venice Shout area Shout out Green another, Dot They yeah. got that LOG yeah, right now too They do Those are the homies Yeah I was out there I did a little PAD with them Yeah I missed it I would have popped in Shut Say up. what up I was there earlier yeah, but, no, they're, they're a good shop, always showing love. Um, uh, OC, uh, 420 Central, People's OC. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of spots, but like I said, you can find it on uh, on WeBaps on our website. Hey. Uh, go on there, order some of this dope new gear we got coming. We got all the merch. We're going more thing. hard. One more thing. If you could give any advice to anyone out there right now, because you, a small town boy uh, from Indiana, Making the move, transition to becoming a world-renowned, award-winning weed brand. Uh, what would you give someone that's like, oh, I got to get in the weed industry. I, this is my lane. Because I know you get DMs all the time. Like, let me work for you. Can I intern? Yeah, no, we do. And do I, uh, I see a lot I'll of people actually. Weed. I see a lot of people that, uh, that, that are out there doing it that I've had conversations with. And it makes me proud, you know, because I, and I say that my advice would be. Uh, you know, go out there, get, put yourself out there and go do it. Don't be scared. Don't worry about the money or the corporate this and that. Just go, you know, go, go get involved. Like I said, they're, they're not going to be able to do anything without us. We are the culture. We are the industry. Yeah. So go get involved. Start at the bottom, build your resume. Don't be scared. And, and like nothing starts overnight. Started you got to start at the, at the bottom. bottom. You got to, you got to play in the dirt. You got to plant those pots and plant those plants and clean that shit out and throw that shit away. Yeah. Take that first job given to you and work from there. Yeah. Build them bridges. Yeah. Be a bud tender, whatever it is, wherever that's, you want to yeah. be like, you know, but th that's all, it's all experience. It's all industry. You're going to mm -hmm. love it. You're going to love being a part of it. Nick, I learned so much. I know we could talk for so much longer. I'm sure I'll have you back on again. Yeah, we we barely spoke again. about Europe because I talked about you and all, everything, and it was so much more I could ask. Nick, Golden State Banana, thanks for coming through. Appreciate everyone tuning in and watching. Uh, wherever you're at, you could be doing anything with your life, and you're watching the show, so we appreciate it. Hope you learned a lot. Appreciate Sid Wilson in the building. Catch Shout out, Sid. Are you, are you going on tour soon? I, I saw something. I know you got a mask uh, on you and June. shit, so I don't know what the in fuck. June. See, I know some shit's happening. Yeah. Uh, Shout to Adrian making all these videos. Andrew in the building make it sound good. Everyone out here uh, appreciate all y'all get higher uh, and I didn't want to say anything else do I? I don't know. Just you already know the highest host. Follow me. Get high everywhere on the social. Getting high with 
uh, on YouTube. Appreciate all y'all. Yeah? Are we good? Bananas. What? There's always yeah. money in the banana stand. Bye. Remember that. <laughs> <laughs>